Welcome to See Through Hobart Online. You're listening to a message in our newest series, Our Highest Pursuit. We hope that you enjoy this message today. Be exalted, Lord. Be exalted in this place in the name of Jesus. Father, we seek your face, Abba Father. We seek your face. We want to see you, Lord. We love your presence, God. It is so sweet to be in your presence, Lord. It is sweeter than honey. We want your presence in this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, hello, my name is Petty. To those who do not know me, um, I'm going to share the message that I feel God wants us to hear today in the name of Jesus. We are going to be reading um, the book of Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah was one of the major prophets who prophesied about the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And we are meeting Isaiah in the chapter 6, where he is commissioned by God into the prophetic ministry. Hallelujah. I will read from here the NIV version. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and, lift, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a life call in his hand, which he had taken uh, with, which he had taken with tongues from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. If you need a miracle this morning, as I am, pre as I am preaching, just come and present yourself to God on this altar. There's a lot of space here. Just come. If you feel this word is for you, just come and present yourself before God. Hallelujah. So God created us uh, for a relationship with him. And the key to this relationship is communication through prayer and worship. We are to pursue his presence in prayer and worship. Hallelujah. So in this series, we are talking about our highest pursuit, and we pursue God in prayer and worship. I was asked to talk about why prayer and worship is important, and I know that I know that everything fits into shape and form when we begin with God, because in the beginning, God, hallelujah. So worship encounters God. I'm going to talk about worship that encounters God. Hallelujah. When we worship, we see God. When we worship in truth and in spirit, we see God. Hallelujah. To encounter means to meet with, to see, or to face a new situation. Hallelujah. 
So worship is when we express our intense love and admiration to God. And then he reveals himself to us and we experience his manifest presence. And one moment with God changes everything. Hallelujah. So prayer is a form of, worship is a form of prayer. You can't separate prayer from worship or worship from prayer. So you'll hear me talking about worship more, but I'm talking about prayer and worship. Hallelujah. So worship is the key into his presence. It is an act of obedience and our highest calling. So you may have auditioned uh, for the voice of Australia or maybe to your family, to your friends at school, and you were told that your singing is absolutely terrible. Can you just look for something else? You are not a good singer. But worship is not, as, it's not about songs. It's more than singing. Hallelujah. It starts from deep within our hearts. Hallelujah. So worship is for everyone. All of us, we are made to worship. The last book of Psalms, Psalms 150, verse 6, the last verse of the last, book, the last chapter of Psalms, it says, let everything that is breath praise the Lord. So you and me are part of the everything that has breath. So you see, we exist because we need to worship. That's the reason for our existence. Hallelujah. First Peter 2 verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into light. You see, we are called to worship. We were created to worship the creator. Hallelujah. So we, we are to declare and celebrate God for who he is and what he has done. Worship isn't a time to observe others, you know, and feel sorry for those offering liquid prayers, tears of joy to God. Because some of us, we cry during worship. So it's not a time to observe others. It's not a time for entertainment. It's, a t it's not a time to appease men. Worship is a time, you know, to declare the goodness of God. Hallelujah. When we worship, we join the host of heaven. We join the angels, the prophets, the apostles, you know. We join the creation, you know, animals. Anything that was created by God, we, we join them, you know, to worship our Abba Father, in exalting our Abba Father. Hallelujah. Worship is not limited to Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or Sunday service only. It is a daily experience. So we pray and worship every day. And the one thing that I like is we pray 24-7. Ah, because this is what the Bible is saying. We pray every day, we pray every time, and we pray every way. Because 1 Thessalonians 5.17 tells us that we need to pray continually. We need to give thanks to him in all circumstances because this is God's will for us. So prayer and worship is an everyday, every time, anyway thing. Hallelujah. Uh, and to live a life of worship is to walk in his miracles and power. Hallelujah. So as we worship, God meets us, and we have a divine encounter with him. Oh, we meet Isaiah in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. He says, in the year, oh, in the year 
This is how the verse starts in the year. How did your 2020 start? How did your 2020 start? We have got stories. All of us have got stories about this 2020. But Isaiah's year started with the death of a king, King Uzziah, who reigned 52 years as king of Judah. But he was struck with leprosy and he died. Why? Because he disobeyed God. He wanted to burn incense on the altar. It was the duty for priests, not for kings. And he was warned not to do it. But he refused. And God struck him with leprosy and he died. Pride comes before a fall. So the nation was in mourning. Isaiah was depressed and discouraged by Uzziah's tragic death. But in that same year, in that same year, Isaiah discovered his new beginnings. He discovered his, he, he discovered his new beginnings, moved into greater access in the glory of God. He had an encounter with the Father. He experienced the miracles and God's forgiveness. And he heard God more clearly for his life and moved forward into his prophetic calling. So he says in the year, King Uzziah died. In the year that Uzziah died, Oh, Isaiah disappointed. He thought of going to the temple of the Lord. And whilst he was worshipping, his eyes were opened and he saw a revelation. Hallelujah. And I was thinking, why did it took Uzziah to die for Isaiah to see God? Because Uzziah is likened to an idol, to sin, to anything that hinders you from, from praying, anything that hinders you from worshipping, anything that hinders you from seeing God. So Uzziah must die so that Isaiah see God. Uzziah must die in your life for you to see God. Hallelujah. So as we come to worship, we take off our heads of pride we deny, we crucify our flesh, surrendering our lives to God and focusing on him only. Because he says, worship no other God except me. Hallelujah. So we lay down our titles. We leave them out there. We lay down our achievements. We leave them out there. Your experiences, your promotions. Hallelujah. So when we come to worship, you forget you know, about you, I am an S. You forget that I am a manager. You forget about I am a CEO. But we come to God and present ourselves as sons and daughters. Worship equalizes us. Hallelujah. As we go before God, he is our father, our creator. We are the creation. So we go before God as sons and daughters. Hallelujah. We take off our titles. Hallelujah. And then Isaiah says, I saw God. In the year that Uzziah died, I saw God. This is Isaiah. He shifted from only knowing God to from only talking about God to talking to him. From only knowing about God to knowing him. That's having an intimate relationship with Abba Father. Hallelujah. So Isaiah saw God seated on a throne, high and lifted up, and his throne, his, the train of his robe filled the temple, his presence filled the, the temple. As the worship was singing here, I could feel the presence of Abba Father. I could feel the train of his robe in this house in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. His presence is here. So Isaiah beheld the glory of God. 
the splendor of his majesty. And he saw the person of Jesus. God, open our eyes that we may see you. I know this song. Open the eyes of my heart that I can see you. Father, I pray that you open the eyes of our hearts. So when he saw the person of Jesus, he realized that Jesus is greater than the greatest. That he is greater than any earthly king. He realized that the true king of Israel is Jesus, not Uzziah. Hallelujah. And he recognized his lordship, that he is the lord of lords and the king of kings, the rose of Sharon, oh, the lily of the valley and the bright and the morning star. Hallelujah. He is God. So true worship is seeing God for who he is, for who he really is. Then give him what he deserves all of me, the best of me, hallelujah. So when we come to worship, I don't compromise. I give him everything. It's a privilege. It's, you know, favor that I am who I am. I've got all my, both my legs. I've got both my hands. I've got my mouth to open, to worship him, to declare his praises. So we need to worship God, hallelujah. And when we pray and worship, God in truth and in spirit, because this is what the Bible says, uh, those who worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit, because he is spirit. So when we worship him, our worship rises with fragrance of incense before God, and the sweet-smelling aroma of our praises it attracts him, and he comes in. Hallelujah. It, it invites him in. Psalms 22 verse 3 says, But you are holy, O you that inhabit or enthrones the praises of Israel. So God comes down. He inhabits. He dwells. He sits in our worship, you know, and he enters. He enters our worship. Hallelujah. And we enjoy him. We enjoy his presence. We, we encounter him. Hallelujah. And what happens is sin is exposed, leading us to repentance. Because when perfection comes, imperfection disappears. Hallelujah. And miracles happen. And breakthrough atmospheres are established. So if you need a miracle this morning, the presence of the Lord is here. The train of his robe is in this house. Hallelujah. He is able to restore your marriage. He is able to heal your sicknesses. He is able to take that anxiety and depression in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Isaiah 6 verse 2 to 4, he tells us that when Isaiah saw God, he also saw uh, on verse 2, the seraphim, which is angels, they were worshiping, saying to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord almighty. They were declaring. And at the sound of their voices on verse 4, doorposts and thresholds shook. There was an earthquake. You remember Paul and Silas in jail. They decided to worship. When they worshipped, there was an earthquake. Doors were opened. Hallelujah. Oh, the place, is, the place shook. And their chains were broken. Hallelujah. They remained in the jail. But things happened. Even the other jailers they, 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 who were in jail, they heard him. They held, they heard the the, 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 the worship and their chains were broken. Hallelujah. So miracles happen when the presence of God comes. The impossible becomes possible. You find joy because in his presence there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. History is changed. Ten lives are turned around. Sinners are saved. Bankrupting hell and populating heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And as we worship, we enthrone God, and the devil is dethroned, defeated, and put to flight. Hallelujah. When we worship God, strongholds and chains are broken, and we pull down principalities and powers of darkness. Hallelujah. Because the weapons of our warfare, worship, and prayer are powerful. They are not carnal, but they are mighty to the bringing down of strongholds. Oh my God, in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Going back to Isaiah, if we read verse 5, this encounter humbled him. And Isaiah repented. He said, I am a man of unclean lips. Nobody told him. He is the one who, the presence of the Lord just exposed him. And he said, I am a man of unclean lips. They say, big boys, don't cry. But worship, break stuff, man. Hallelujah. And it melts the hardest of hearts. You just find yourself in tears. You know, when God touches you, you just find yourself bowing down for every knee shall bow down. Hallelujah. And say, Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. So not only did Isaiah see God, but God was seeing him. He saw his repentant heart and forgave him. He touched him. He cleansed him. He forgave him. He was redeemed. Hallelujah. Because true worship changes and transforms us into the image of Jesus from glory to glory. And we become like what we worship. Hallelujah. Then Isaiah heard God's voice saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And Isaiah answered the call to his prophetic ministry. He said, here am I, send me. Because those who know their God will be strong and take action. Hallelujah. That an encounter left him wanting much more of God. When God means much to you, you can't contain it. It will be like fire in your bones. Hallelujah. You won't need to be persuaded or coerced to pray and worship. Worship team here, they don't need to persuade us, to force us, you know, to worship God. You come from home, worship ready. So when we come here, we are just lighting fire, 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 fire. Hallelujah. You won't need to be uh, forced to worship. But as for me, I worship him because he is God. He kept me safe during the pandemic. Hallelujah. In times of isolation, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there, was present with me. A friend who sticks closer than a brother. Hallelujah. When I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner, saved me because he holds me in the palm of his hand. Hallelujah. When I was overwhelmed with life issues, the rock of ages shielded me. He shields me. Church, when, I'm, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. Oh, if worship got Paul and Silas out of jail, if this worship caused Jericho walls to collapse, if David in agony pursued God, that he went to the house of God and worshipped after his baby's death, if Jesus, the perfect worshiper, worshipped the Father, knowing what was coming, the betrayal, the Sanhedrin, the crucifixion. And then Matthew 26, 30 said, he sang a song with the disciples. Then they went to the Mount of Olives. So Jesus sings. Honestly, me, I didn't know until this time I was reading that, oh, 
he, he sang, I know, he's, he's, he, he is the perfect worshiper. So he can sing, but I had, not, I, have, I had never read, I mean, about him singing. But the Bible says, he sang with the disciples, then they went to the Mount of Olives. Oh my God, if this worship, you know, if the 120 in the upper room waited, praying and worshiping until the heavens were opened and they all got filled with the Holy Spirit. And if all of heavens and angels worship him and rocks cry out and mountains clap, so church, why can't we? It's not always rosy. Sometimes it's really difficult to worship. You know, sometimes it's rocky. You feel dry in your spirit or your heart is heavy because of something. But King David, he comes and teaches us. I like David because David had a song every time. In happiness, he had a song. In worry, he had a song. When angry, he had a song. Every time he had a song. Oh, my God. And before he was a king, he was a worshiper. So before you come to sing here, you are supposed to be a worshiper first. Before you are a preacher, you are supposed to be a worshiper. Hallelujah. Now he, he, he teaches us to command our whole beings in those times that are rocky, that are difficult to pray and worship. He tells us to put our bodies under subjection. And he tells us in Psalms chapter 103 to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and bless the Lord, all that is within me. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives your iniquities, hallelujah. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. And who satisfies you with good. So that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. Like an eagle's. An eagle fly up with wings, you know. It flies up. It runs and not grow weary. Walk and not faint. Hallelujah. So, my age, I will be looking like 10 years younger because he renews my youth. I can't tell you my age. And the Lord is merciful and gracious. He is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. So we were made to worship. We need to worship this holy God. Hallelujah. We need to acknowledge him in all our ways and he will direct our paths. Worship team, can you come? And we need to draw near to God and he will draw near to us. Hallelujah. And if you are unsure of what to say when you are worshiping, because there are so many reasons, you know, that make us not open our mouths to declare his praises. If you are not sure what to say, read the Bible. Go to the book of Psalms. Memorize and use the verses and words when you are praying and worshiping. Turn on worship music and sing along. Hallelujah. So are you surrounded with life battles? Are you surrounded with life battles? Fight with a sacrifice of praise. Hallelujah. Come to God with a heart of worship and he will inhabit your life because he is a do-it-again God who allows you any time, even now, to reconnect with him through prayer and worship for an encounter. Hallelujah. We just want to stand on our feet. We just want to worship God. If you need 
to be prayed for for anything. If you want a miracle, if you want God to renew your worship, if you want God to renew you, the way you pray, you pray. Just come to the front and somebody will pray for you. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today at C3 Hobart Online. If you were impacted by this message or you'd like to know a bit more about our church and what we do, you can get in touch with us via our website, c3hobart.org.au. See you next time.